You're now listening to Churchy Life with Church Funny. Every week, we're bringing you fun conversations with real Christians from every walk of life. Make sure you visit churchylife.com for more. Welcome to Churchy Life, the podcast with Church Funny. This is your host, Damon Collins, the creator of Church Funny. I want to thank you once again for checking out this week's episode. We have a very special guest. She is just a dope person. She's one of those behind-the-scenes type of people that's controlling everything in the background and just making all the dope moves in the background and helping so many people and doing so many awesome things. I want you to welcome to the show Misty Anderson. Misty, say what's up to the people for me, please. Hey, y'all. As if I'm from the South. Hey, y'all. <laughs> hey, what's happening? I mean, I live in the <laughs> South now, so I'm kind of used to that. Hey. <laughs> Hi. How are you? Hey, I'm good. It's good to have you on here. I'm so glad we finally got to connect. There were technical difficulties. The devil was in the microphone. He was in the phone calls. He was trying to stop the plan of God. Come on. Amen. But we pressed on through. (laughs) Yes, sir. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Man, thank you. I'm so happy um, that we actually, like I said, got to connect and I'm glad you're doing this. Let everybody know a little bit about who you are and what you do and all that good stuff. My name is Misty Anderson, and I am a young executive in the entertainment industry, um, especially where entertainment and faith intersects. And I work for the Campbell Enterprise, as I like to call it, Um, but I am the operations manager for My Block Inc., which is the record label of an entertainment company belonging to Warren Campbell, and I'm also the executive assistant to Erica Campbell, um, one half of the gospel duo, Mary Mary, Um, so I have so I have a dual role there, um, but I've been with the family for almost like five and a half years now. Okay. Um, and it's been an amazing experience. And then before that, I, I had a background in marketing and PR. Um, so I've been in entertainment for 11 years, and I've kind of hit all those different spots um, throughout my journey, which has been amazing. That's what's up. That's dope. And you know what's funny? I'm sure a lot of people... will try to steal you away because (laughs) because of your experience (laughs) and the stuff you do. And even as you were talking, I'm like, look, I'm trying to build a Christian entertainment and media, digital media company now. I could use, (laughs) but, you know, I don't have any money. So (laughs) so, now, David. So we thank God for for the work that you're doing. (laughs) We're not trying to steal you. We just say, you know, we appreciate what you're doing. That's dope. Uh, man, that's yeah, that's really cool. So how long have you been, well, you said you've been doing this for 11 years in the entertainment industry and you've been with their family for five years. That's dope. And I remember, I think, I think the first thing I saw you on was probably the show. It was either like, uh, the Mary Mary show or we are, we're the Campbells. One of those that my wife watches and made me watch with her. Um, (laughs) (laughs) well, you're being real. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't. Eh, some of the reality stuff. I mean, I love Mary Mary in general, but mm-hmm. like, I wasn't really. Well, I don't really watch reality shows that often, unless my wife makes me watch them. And then you get sucked in. And you? Oh, absolutely. I don't understand. Ah, it's so messed up. They just suck you right on in there. You're like, this is ridiculous. How are they gonna do this to whoever? And then <sighs> you're watching the whole thing for an hour, and it's terrible. <laughs> but no. So I remember seeing you on there. So that was dope. That's what's up. Um. So I know we talked to a lot of people about their church upbringing. You know, it's the Churchy Life podcast. I came up in church. 
South Central LA. Um, so I don't know if you came up in church the same way. Give a shout out to like your church upbringing if you have one, or like your journey through you know church, journey with Christ, all that stuff. Absolutely. Um, so I would say I was born on a church pew. Oh, pretty um, <laughs> pew baby. <laughs> yes, a pew baby in a family where we had incredible, incomparable, undescribable, indescribable, I should say, um, faith, like radical faith that's okay. bigger than anything I've probably ever seen in my life. Oh, wow. Um, so I was a miracle baby. Uh, my mom tried to conceive, um, over the course of 15 years, oh, wow. um, of being married um, to my dad. And then I finally came. Um, and so, um, during that time she prayed and she fasted her and my dad and they just really believed that they were going to have a baby and they went to the doctor several times and the doctor said there's no way in the world you'll be able to conceive ever um and one day she told my dad i feel a little strange um i want to go to the doctor he said okay um keep me posted um i'll be at work so on and so forth and um found out that she was having a baby um and in this day and age just to i don't know if that could stand um my parents were i recently lost my mom a few months ago and Um, thank you. And so my parents have been married for 47 years. Um, and to be married for 15, but have this strong desire for a child and everything around you says that that's impossible, but you continue to have faith and belief and strength, um, that something like that could happen to you. Um, so being a product of, parents who fasted and prayed and believed and never gave up and was strengthened and stayed united and stayed in love um made me see life in a whole nother um (laughs) another lens another universe um when it came to my faith and believing belief in god and so literally me standing here today after losing my best friend um is nothing but the grace of god seeing god's hand in my career and my journey um to la being a young girl from the south side of chicago is nothing but the grace of god like i didn't have a you know i was born and raised um well, you know what I mean? Yeah. I never knew if there was ever challenges, but I didn't grow up with, with a, a silver spoon in my mouth, so to speak. Um, I just had an unbelievable faith that my assignment post-college was in Los Angeles and that God was going to provide and keep me while I was there. And he has done so. And so um, I grew up Pentecostal, Church of God in Christ, affiliated. Oh, the grand old. <laughs> the grand old. The, oh. the Church of God in Christ. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes. That's and right. so I want to give much love and shout out to my home church, Mount Carmel Holiness Church in um, Chicago. Um, but my great grandfather was the founder and the pastor um, until he passed the torch um, to Pastor Donald Coleman. So that's where I grew up. I served. Um, I gained my salvation there. Um, I really learned. Um, how to be the hands and feet of Jesus Um, and me serving and seeing my parents serve diligently and faithfully, no matter what um, really caused me to understand servanthood. And it's interesting because 
my degree was in broadcast journalism. Um, And so I thought that things will unfold a different way, but it all came back around to me being a servant. Everything that my parents poured into me when I was younger is what I am getting paid to do now. Right. Wow. But it, but I had to have a servant's heart. My mind couldn't have been focused on the output or the lifestyle or the money or um, the privilege or the perks. It really had to be focused on, God, I'm your vessel. Use me as you see fit. I just want to do your work and I want your people to understand what your love feels like. What having faith in you you know, feels like and what it can turn into and how it can manifest in their life. And so that literally became my life's goal and in turn God rewarded me um, by placing me with a wonderful wonderful work family um, that takes care of me and looks out for me and covers me not just um, naturally but also spiritually as well um, and has really just covered my journey um, and my friendships and my relationships and so on and so forth and so I really know I, I know I believe that that came from how I was raised, where I was raised, right, right. the principles I was raised under, and God just being strong in my life. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, I know there's uh, not a whole lot of people with that same perspective and mindset in L.A. doing anything. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, absolutely bad. not. Look, and it's I've, funny, because yeah, huh. my clients that I first had when I moved to L.A. were um, in the secular world, were in the mainstream area, and so... I had clients like Snoop Dogg and uh-huh. YG, Lord Jesus, and DJ Mustard, <laughs> and Robin Thicke, and Tamar Braxton, um, and the list goes on, um, yeah. that, and that was just on the music side, and yeah. so I'm sure there were some out- eyebrows being raised and people that were concerned about what um, what my, um, I guess, interaction with those type of um, people who sung about different things right, right. Um, would uh, how that would have an impression on me and my walk. And um, I would come back and I would be stronger and stronger and yeah. stronger in my faith, um, which people would, wouldn't think that that would um, be the output, especially living in a very, very liberal city like LA where <laughs> only a quarter of people, if that even go to church and worship, um, and so, is it that you know, my, you? Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the streets and the freeways on Sundays are light. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and when people go to church, they get turned off quickly or their lives aren't transformed. They just go to check it off the list. And some people are getting paid to serve in church. Yeah. Um, and so they do it for that. And they look at it as just a job. It's not a heart posture. And so right. um, to 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 come back home and for them to see how God was steadily evolving me in faith and really grooming me and growing me. Um, and his word was like, whoa, was very phenomenal. And I know that that only would have happened. Um, it only happened because of how firm my foundation was and, you know, what my parents instilled in me. So that's something that, you know, it's like parents, you know, the scripture is right, you know, like you, you want to show your child the way in which they should go, like yeah. pour into them, like see their talents, guide them the right way, shepherd them accordingly. Even when they say, I want to live my own life. Let me do what I want to do. I'm, gonna, I'm <laughs> You know, like continue to be parental. Like God has given you that mantle for a reason. And it really like we will appreciate it as children. 
once we get older, it will all make sense to us. And we'll be so grateful for it because it will save us from a lot of heartache and heartbreak. Um, and I believe that's what God did for me is because I was obedient and I listened to my leaders and my elders and my family. Um, and so I could, you could place this one light in a room full of darkness and I would still shine and be able to change lives. And it's funny because after I left that company, then Snoop came out with a gospel album. Um, and you know, they were like, Missy, thank you because we believe that you had something to do with that. Um, yeah, that's cool. So I'm, and it's funny. So I'm guessing that just from, well, I guess I'm guessing just from working with Snoop and stuff like that, you probably ran into Lonnie Burrell a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> I grew up around like the Burrells and Lonnie and, and all that stuff for a long time. So I know he had a lot to do with Snoop's project too. Is that how you yeah. kind of got into working with the Campbells? Because those I know those worlds mix just because the, on the music side and the friendship side, I know those worlds mix. No. Um, well, not really. Okay. So, <laughs> so it was. It was 2013 and I literally went on lunch break and I just sat in my car and I was almost in tears and I was just like, God, I know that you have something bigger and better for me. Um, I feel like I'm kind of hitting a ceiling. And so if this is if this is it and I'm supposed to expand this platform, do that. Show me that confirm that yeah um but if not if there's something beyond this i'm supposed to do make that clear to me and so i just really just began to seek god diligently on that um and i made a few phone calls to some um to some industry contacts and they connected me to their camp um and i actually invited them out to an event um they came uh, we had a really good encounter, um, and Mrs. Erica and I exchanged contact information, and we stayed in contact from there, and um, literally over the course of eight months, because we take our time, you know, I was right. like, I want you to bet me, I want you to be very sure in your decision, because I'm a long-term person, cool. and so, um, you know, if I'm coming you know, on your team, I, I want to make sure that there's a long-term role and vision for me. Right. And I also want you to be very clear as to what you need and, and make sure that you can find those services in me. And so we kind of took our time recording each other um, before she brought me on. Uh, and she brought me on um, right when her solo album released. Um, okay. And we've been, we've been rocking ever since, but, you know, really like, do not be anxious for <laughs> for nothing, right. you know, but yeah. with prayer and supplications, make your request known to God. And like, that's what I did. And I believe that God blessed it. You don't want to rush into nothing, even when it seems glitzy and glamour and, you know, full of all the, you know, all the, the shiny things that we oh, like. Yeah. And yeah. It's still like that. That might not have your name on it. If it doesn't have your name on it, then there's no grace there for you. There's no favor there for you. And so you really want to go in the lane that God has you know, uh, uh, opened for you and has your, has your name on, um, because you know, it'll, it'll flow a little bit easier. It won't be so hard of a challenge for you to prosper. My God. All right. So when's the next message happening? When, where, <laughs> where can we sign up for the next, is it a YouTube sermon? Is it an IGTV sermon? Which one is it? Because, um, you know, are you youth pastoring anywhere? What's, what's happening? David. My David. God. I can't. So um, I serve at one church um, 
one church or we call it Potter's House One LA now. Um and I served as a small group leader. Okay. Um and then um I'm also chaplain of my uh chapter in my sorority. Nice. Um and you know, I get calls to speak and um and most of the time is speaking on leadership and um ministry in yeah. this type of vein, um, like in the industry. Right. Um, and so you can't really talk about one without talking about what God has done in your life and how he's, you know, been faithful and been so kind. Right. Um, and so it kind of comes off preacheresque, but I don't call, <laughs> consider myself to be one. Hey, it's, um, it's all the same stuff. Preaching, listen, inspirational, uh, motivational speaking. It's, it's all the same stuff, you know. So. Agreed, well, not- agreed. It all has the same tone and timber, if you will. Uh, but it does, you know, the message can change or the message can be very similar. But yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah, you do. I love Thank it. Thank you. You too. I love it. Um, man, let me think. You threw me off because I want to get saved. I want to. <laughs> David. I'm ready to give my life back to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. Look, you came up in the grand old these the churches of God in Christ. Oh, um, and I know you have something hilarious um that you can share with us, some interesting story, something hilarious or weird. Um one or two stories, however many you got, what do you have to share? You know, like for me, I tend to now there's a lot of funny in church. And yeah. so when it happens, I tend to close my eyes oh. and really, really try and <laughs> zone in and focus because I'm trying to get mine too. Oh. Because usually the moments that are the funniest sometimes happens to be either people falling asleep in church yep. or it is the, um, the excited expression Right of uh, of the anointing of God and and flowing in the church. So in other words, shouting. Yeah. So there's different, you know, different styles and vibes in ways that people shout or express um, their praises to God. And so sometimes, you know, um, it can give you a little bit of a tickle. You know what I mean? <laughs> but. My thing is, when I think about the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, listen, I'm going to run right with you oh. now. We're going <laughs> to okay. go together. Oh, uh, wow. Just yeah, anybody? Okay. Do you have to have a particular shouting partner? Or yeah, you just going to elbow know, up with anybody and just hit, listen, hit a, a lap around the church? Sometimes it's just anybody. Right. Sometimes it's just like, let's go. Sometimes it's a tag team. Yeah. They start running, they tag you in, you go to. No, I've you know seen what it. I mean? Listen, it happens and it's good. It yeah. feels great. You know, <laughs> there's times where literally me and Mrs. Erica have like held on, you know, held each other's hands and went forth. Um, and for me, you know, I feel like that's just not common, but like our God put us together in like a divine appointment. Like we know right. that for sure. Yeah. And so um, the fact that we can do work together, but also praise together, I feel like it's phenomenal because at my last job, I had to have a silent praise. You know yeah. what I mean? I had to, I had to have a bathroom praise or a car um, praise or a parking lot praise. Couldn't praise at my, in my office. So yeah, I'm sure you weren't, you know, holding hands with Snoop dancing. <laughs> 
<laughs> dancing around anywhere. Mm-mm. Nope, nope, couldn't do that. Elbowing um, up I- with somebody and just <laughs> going forth. Now they might have went with you. I don't know. It do- look, look, the saints are everywhere. It literally- listen, <laughs> listen, Snoop was born and raised Church of God in Christ. See, you know what's up. That's what I'm saying. The saints are everywhere, so they they might surprise you. <laughs> they just might. They might surprise you. Listen, but yeah, that's been funny, and I would say another example of funny has been like when you know that a child feels like they are being unsupervised and they start cutting up and then somebody just comes up and just gives them a little pat pat and it scares (laughs) the the jesus out of them for real wow they just sit there with their mouth sewn up you're just like oh yep sorry i know the kids that the kids that i grew up around they wasn't they didn't care about nothing there was one kid that would just terrorize the entire church for the oh, no. entire service. He'd run and like his parents weren't doing anything. I'm like, dude, <laughs> he's just running around the church screen like during service. Parents wouldn't stop him. He was like super spoiled. Um oh, and then I happened to see his parents um not that long ago. In fact, it was our our uh the pastor that we grew up under, um, Robert Cole, um, at Crusaders Temple out in, in LA. Um he had passed. Mm-hmm. A couple of years ago, and we were at you know the funeral at West A because he was a um, he was a superintendent, and he was like one of Bishop Blake's you know number two, number three, somewhere in there. Um, and so the funeral was at West A, and I saw those the parents there, the boy who was always acting crazy, and they saw we had kids. They're like, "Oh man, you you can't spoil them now. You got." I'm like, "Hold on, <laughs> hey, <laughs> Hold wait on. a minute. Hold on, who are you talking to?" That part. <laughs> Yeah, you you got to make sure you got a, a firm hand because I'm like, hold on. <laughs> 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 hold on. Yes. Uh, yeah. But you know, sometimes you just learn from, you know, experience. And oh, yeah. probably now that he has children, it's like, oh, okay, that, all right, that method may not work. Yeah, well, it's a little too late. The boy, I mean, his kids are well grown. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, I don't know who he was talking to. But we thank God. We thank God. <laughs> Come on now. Absolutely. Oh, man. Yeah, it's funny. The saints are interesting. But, you know. They are. Yeah. They are, but we love them. We love them. We love them. I wouldn't want it no other way. Like, when I go to church and people don't shout or don't, you know, outwardly express. Right. I'm like, oh, this oh, this is nice this and is- gentle. <laughs> this is this is so kind. You guys are so respectful. Like, there's no blurts. Yeah. And there's no, hey! Like, there's none of that hey. just randomly. That's And it's funny because we've been going to, since we moved out here, um, and we've been going to a church called, it's funny, it's called One Community Church. Oh, um, yes. Yeah, so we've been going to One Community Church. Um, and there's no, you know, there's no outbursts. There's no, there's nobody shouting or running around or doing anything like that. Um and it's you know it's cool and that but my wife was like she was like I don't know we got I gotta find a Kojic church or something I need to see somebody shouting or I need <laughs> something to happen you need to see a wig slip you know you need <laughs> at to least see something one. just yeah. one at least just we... either a slip or a shift just <laughs> just one just a subtle shift yeah we that that's just such a shift yeah. Okay, as always, we're going to pause real quick and give you some brief announcements. And this is actually the announcement of all announcements, so bear with me just for a few minutes. Um, You know, Churchy Life was created to provide a digital platform for gospel and Christian entertainment. We want to stream 
um, on-demand gospel concerts, new content, live shows, even like new concepts, new shows, sitcoms, docuseries, all around churchy culture. And we need your help. So please go to churchylife.com go and check out the campaign that we have. We're fundraising. We're trying to build this company. If you could help us, it would be great. We have a building fund. The building fund starts at only $3. And then there are other tiers, $20, $40. And it goes on up. Each tier has um, prizes and perks. You get uh, free beta access to the platform. And we're talking about on your smart TVs, on iOS, on Android, all your mobile devices, on your computer. Um, and you'll get early access to the platform, see the shows. You'll get free t-shirts, free hats from Churchy Gear, um, free concert tickets, VIP access to those concerts, all this really cool stuff that we're trying to do. So please go to churchylife.com go. We're trying to build something for the gospel community, for the Christian community, um, something that really focuses on black Christian creatives with everything from music to comedy, like I said, live shows, docuseries, all kinds of cool stuff. So again, churchylife.com slash go. Anything you can contribute helps um, from the smallest to the largest. Your prayers help, you know, keep us lifted up in prayer. Share what we're doing with your family and friends. Send them the campaign. If you don't, you know, have anything specifically to contribute, see if you know somebody who does, who loves the idea like we love it. And we appreciate you so much. Remember, churchylife.com slash go. And you can contribute there. Thanks so much. God bless. All right, so we're going to do this next segment called The Holy Hot Seat. And The Holy Hot Seat is where we hit you with some random rapid-fire type of questions to gauge your levels of holiness and sanctification. I usually say that spiel, but now it's kind of, you know, I think the holiness and sanctification, a man has been certified through the message you preached earlier in the <laughs> podcast. Um, but we're still going to test the levels. We're still going to test the levels with Come these on. questions. You ready for that? <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Um Let's see. Well, this is one that I like to ask everybody. So what was the best part about growing up in church and then the worst part about growing up in church? The best part was the community, like right. having the the uh, church engagements and the choir engagements where you go to your other uh, home churches or your friends' churches right, right. Um, and, ha- you know, have a really good old time together. And then after that, you all go eat or get ice cream. Like, that was so much fun. Yeah. Um, the worst thing about being in church to me, and this will make sense because of my career, is the the hesitant, the, yeah, the hesitancy when it comes to trying new things and being innovative and cutting edge. Oh, okay. um, yeah. That part I don't like um, yeah. because the church should um, be on par with the pace of the world, if that makes sense. It's not. Oh, yeah. And so if you see things changing um, technology wise or, <laughs> um, you know, whatever the case is, if you see things constantly being renewed and evolved and, you yeah. know, reworked. Um, we should be doing the same thing in the church. Otherwise, how how are we going to win the world if we're still stuck in 1972? It's not look, going to work. Look, see, this people. is this is a personal pet peeve of mine. Um, if I'm allowed to stand on a soapbox for just a few brief Come moments. Come on. So I've I'm a software engineer. I've been so for about 23 years. Um, oh great! And so when I see technology <laughs> that's being poorly utilized in church, um, regarding church or things of God and the people of God, it's, 
it frustrates me and it's very tiring. Uh, um, and it's, it seems like we're, we're so far behind on so many things and it's, yeah. I don't know. We, we try to, sometimes you'll see people catch up a little bit here and there, but then as a whole, it's just like, ah, it's, it's all bad. Yeah. It's all bad. So Absolutely. It kind of goes with the stuff I'm working on, which with uh, churchy life as a platform, um, it'll be a digital media, um, and entertainment kind of hub where you can, you know, find uh, Christian entertainment and stuff like that on different levels. It, there's just so much that we can do uh, through the internet, through digital, digitally um, connected devices and stuff like that that we're not doing at all. And then even when you see us kind of branching out into it, all it is is like, and we got messages online. Like, all right, look, we heard the message. <laughs> all right. All right. We finally upgraded from CDs, and now you can download an MP3 of the message. Like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, a little bit more we could be doing, you know. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, so I, I understand. That, that was a good one. That was a good one. Let's see. So, you know, you mentioned going to eat after church, you know, hanging out yes. with your folks. What's your favorite after church spot to eat at? Mm. Okay, so um, the fancy stuff is great, but I still love Red Lobster, Damon. Red Lobster? Oh, man, come on. <laughs> Damon, now, because, uh... you know, when you go out to eat with groups of people, you have to be yeah. mind- mindful of everyone's pocket. That so is, everybody can't do crustacean or can't do uh, lorries or whatever your top of the line spot would be. You know what? Crustaceans um, is whack to me. <laughs> crustaceans you know, it's your own agent. I think it's an acquired taste for sure. It's not my taste of choice, but yeah, you know, yeah, some people it, like it. Yeah, it's whatever. It was way too expensive. <laughs> And it was not that for noodles. Yeah, I mean, and the noodles weren't really bomb. It was like, ah, these are just noodles, and it was they weren't, you know, heavily seasoned. It it, look, it's fine. (laughs) Different strokes for different folks, right? If I mean, and you know what, I'm not mad at Red Lobster. You know, you got to hit the endless shrimp from time to time. Listen, just give me some biscuits, and I really wish they would bring the zucchini back. What, what you, kind of zucchini? What they what was it? The fried they just zucchini? had fried zucchini ah. on on the appetizer menu for years, and then discontinued it. So, if anyone is listening to this, um, that is um, a part of the executive team, or is an influencer at Red Lobster <laughs> or Darden restaurants, please, uh-huh. um, please add zucchini, fried zucchini, back to the uh, appetizers menu. Thank you. Thank Praise you. God. Praise God. Amen. Their earnest plea. All right. Um, yes. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> But look, you're out in L.A. I would have expected it. Well, I don't know. Because it sounds like you probably lean more towards seafood and stuff, which is cool. Yes, I'm a seafood enthusiast. And, um, you know, every now and again, you can, you know, you hit your really, really fancy spots. But it's like, listen, just give me a good old Cheddar Bay biscuit (laughs) in the name of Jesus. And I'm happy. Yeah. That's what's up. You got to visit. Well, I'm sure you visited San Diego before, but they got a bunch of like really good seafood oh, out there. They do. Yeah. I just hang out at the pier and eat when yeah. I go there. The one, mm-hmm. there's one place called the Fish Market. If you've been to the Fish Market, um, if you have not, next time go there and get. They have like a, it's like a garlic cheesy bread with like crab on it or something. Oh, mm. it's crazy. It's absolutely, it's, it's ridiculous. But yeah, go to the fish market. It's like, it's, uh, it's okay. near the pier too. 
Yeah. That we're all just drooling on yeah. this. Sorry, guys. This podcast. is what happens. <laughs> this is what happens. <laughs> yes. That's what happens. All right. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Let's go to a, another actual question. Um, let's see. So, besides the Bible, name one of your favorite books. Oh, that's a hard one. Okay. That's a hard one. Um, outside of my Bible, name one of my favorite books. Um, so I love Miles Monroe. Okay. I feel like he can't do anything wrong. Um, so he has the power of character and leadership book that I enjoy. Okay. And then, um, of course he has a book called Dating and Waiting, Mm -hmm. um, that I enjoy as well. Um, shout out to churchydate.com while you're dating and waiting. Come on now. (laughs) If you're churchy, I'm just playing. And <laughs> yet you want to find love, you go on. Churchydate.com. Amen. Connecting hey, singles amen. through faith, laughter, and love. Come is on. The, is the tagline. But go, on, go ahead. <laughs> yes. I think that was a good segue. But no, Thank I um Thank you. I enjoyed those. And then there is a book. Um and I really, really want to get the name of it that really got me together all the way together and it's mel robbins and the name of the book is called the five second rule okay all right now the premise to this book is not being a procrastinator not Mm -hmm. being a snoozer um and before fear can set in and doubt can set in you have five seconds to go okay that's what's up it's five four three two one take off so literally putting your phone away from you, whether it's in the bathroom or on the other side of the room. And when the alarm goes off, saying five, four, three, two, one, getting up and just going for it, going for your goals, going for your day. Um, but Mel Robbins is very real and authentic. She holds nothing back. And uh, and so the book was really good for me in staying strengthened, staying organized, staying excellent in my job and in my life. That's what's up. I like that. That's some good stuff. Uh, let's see. When you go to church, um, is it dress up or come as you are? Is it like a mix of both? What are you doing? I am doing a mix of both. Okay. But I kind of lean a little bit more on the dressy side. I, okay. I'm a girly girl and I love to dress. Like, that's all right. That's where I got a chance to express my fashion was in church as a little girl. Like, I didn't wait for Easter. Okay. <laughs> Every Sunday was my runway. So... I, you know, I look forward to it. In LA, it's just, it's always casual. Yeah. Everything is casual. Everything is whatever you want to do. If you want to wear Uggs and a tank top and gloves on your hands, listen, that is acceptable in LA. Yeah, well, I guess so. (laughs) Yeah, you know, everything goes. You can have four seasons of clothes and people will be like, oh, that's fresh. No, it's not (laughs) because your feet are hot and your arms are cold. It doesn't make sense. Um. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, I, I kind of go in the middle. Okay, that's cool. Let's do, we'll do one last one. This should be interesting. So what's your current obsession? That could be like a new hobby, a person, a song, a new gadget, anything. Okay, so this is a shameless plug, but my new obsession is this My Block compilation album. All right, come on, shameless plug. Listen, so October 25th, I'm not sure when this will air. But October 25th, on Friday, 
Warren Campbell Presents My Black Ink. It is an album with 10 songs featuring all of the artists on my block, whether they're gospel, R&B, or soul, or hip-hop. That's what's up. Shout out to MC Light, um, The Walls Group, Erica Campbell, Lena Bird Miles, who is a vocal, like, I, I, yeah. I hate to use this word beast, but like she's... She's used to like, it. It's fine. Oh my God. Yeah. Like her vocals are ridiculous. ridiculous. Ridiculously good. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. She's she's dope. Oh man. And so um it's just it's such a I call it a certified vibe. Like nice. you can listen to it and you're just gonna feel inspired, whether it makes you just wanna sway left or right or jam or you know, shout or whatever. Like it's really something on there for everybody. And so of course me being the operations manager for the label and being responsible for setting up these records so millions of people around the world can hear it. Yeah. Um, I get a chance to listen to the songs multiple times before you all do. And so I'm in love with so many tracks, in love with the whole project, but definitely um, I have my bangers already and I can't wait for the world to hear it. So that's my current obsession. Um, cool. Yeah. And then I would say secondly, my current obsession Um which has always been my obsession, but even more so is my daddy. Yeah. Um, that man has my heart all the way up and down, all around. Um, I love him with all my heart. And um, he showed me um, what respect from a man, what honor from a man, what love and protection and faith um, from a guy um, really looks like day in and day out. And seeing how he loved my mother wow. um, till death did them part is just something that just encourages my soul and so I've been spending a lot of time um coming back home and um just keeping my eyes on him and making sure his spirits are lifted and um you know all of that good stuff and so we've in this season we've discovered a whole new layer to our relationship our daddy-daughter relationship that's been so fun and so cool and so that's my guy I'm obsessed with him (laughs) that's cool I'm just I'm thinking about how my daughter my daughter is three She's mm-hmm. um, all over me most of the time, so I can I can definitely understand. Listen, that. yeah, that's, that's it's nothing up. like a great father. Nothing yeah, well, like it. I wouldn't know, <laughs> but Damon, <laughs> you are a great father to your well, children. So well, maybe, that's how you know when well, they affirm okay. you. That's all right. How you know. Look, I'm from South Central. It wasn't you know we didn't have fathers. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Lord, that is a reality. And that's Look, something that I had to learn. Like once I moved from home and went away to college and moved to L.A., I understood that everybody's circumstance wasn't like mine. And it really taught me how to have like understanding and compassion and grace for people and yeah. um, really show them like the things that I learned, really showing them and allowing them to feel what genuine love um, is like and yeah. really learning things from them. Cause there's things that, you know, they may have learned um, that I didn't by being sheltered to a degree. And so you're able to kind of create really cool friendships when you start to look for things that um, can grow you in each other than what can separate you. Yeah, you so it's all good. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's funny. Cause, and, and I can't say nobody, we, nobody had fathers cause my wife, her father, um, is dope. Like, and me and him have been friends. We were friends before um, I even started talking to her, um, just because oh, wow. he's real cool. But they, but like, he's always 
been this great example. We came up in the same church. She's younger than me, so we didn't like hang out or anything like that. But I hung out with her brother all the time, and I hung out with her dad all the time. Um, and so it's funny. So she'll like when Father's Day comes around and stuff like that. I never remember when Father's Day is. <laughs> like I just oh, don't. Wow. It doesn't register in my mind just yet. Like oh I'm yeah, Father's Day. Like people do stuff for their fathers. Is what, <laughs> is what you're telling me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. But yeah. But she has a great. She has a great dad, and he's my dad now too. So that's what's up. I love. See, that. you do have a daddy, Damon. That's right. That's right. That's what's up. All right. Um. Man, this has been great. <laughs> this has been awesome. I thank you. Uh, thank you again for just being on here and sharing a peek into your churchy life, giving us some hilarious stories and, you know, going over all the stuff we talked about. This has been great. Absolutely. I appreciate it so much, man. Thank I, you. Yeah, of course. I appreciate you. I let everybody know where they can find you on social media, um, where they can pick up the project you were talking about. If, if you want to render an A and B selection, of just a few snippets of oh. the project yourself. That'd be cool too. We'll, oh. um, give you some space to do that as well. Oh yeah. Um so I'm more of a a a, a choir person in the back away from the microphone. Oh. I'm not a leader. Um but listen, <laughs> I just want to encourage you and let you know you will be blessed when I say <laughs> I can recognize great music. My family are singers. So yeah. I know good music when I hear it. And, That's cool. Um, I'm not just talking because I'm I'm a little biased, but it's a great body of work. And you guys know that anything that Warren Campbell touches turns into gold and platinum. So yeah. um, <laughs> his track record speaks for itself. So, yeah, definitely check that out. You can get that anywhere music is sold online or streamed. Um and that's on October 25th. It will be available everywhere. Right. Um, and then you can find me on social media at Misty L.A. Um, some people mis, uh, mispronounce it and say Miss Tila or Misty La, <laughs> but it's Misty L.A. Um, and that's on all of major social media platforms. So okay. say hello, stop by, um, know that I'm praying for you, man. And I want you to live your best churchy life at all times. <laughs> and you've been posting some really dope uh, stuff for just entrepreneurs, people who are trying to do better and come up. So I really appreciate um, your Instagram, your posts and all that stuff. So follow her, y'all. Uh, when oh, you, well, thank you. Yeah. So we'll put all the information in the show notes so they can get right over to, um, get straight to you and say what's up. Sounds good. Alright. So again, I want to thank you, give you one more chance to sing an A and B selection. <clears throat> No, it didn't come. It oh, didn't come. It I was did ready. not come. All right. Well, <laughs> next time. Be prepared next time. The Bible. Yes, sir. Oh. <laughs> yes, sir. I got to do a few little vocal training moments with Some my coach. Yeah, yeah. Some warm-ups. I know you got me, a couple me, people me. you can leave. La, la, la. <laughs> yeah, you know, a few people. <laughs> right. Call boss lady up. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. So, again, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, this has been dope. Thank you. Absolutely. My pleasure. All right, and we'll, we will see y'all next week. Thanks. Thank you, thank you, thank you once again. Thank you, Misty, for doing this episode with me. This was dope, as I said, like a thousand times. And then even coordinating the episode uh, with Miss Erica Campbell, that was awesome. Even though it didn't really work out the way um, we would have hoped. And there's going to be a whole episode on um, Erica Campbell's 
interview that will be quite interesting. But anyway, keep up with us. Thank you for liking and sharing and continuing to listen to the podcast. Um, churchylife.com for all your episodes and your back episodes. Remember to share with your friends. And remember that campaign, churchylife.com slash go. Help us build uh, the Churchy Life platform. All right. God bless.